Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. It don't say more. And I'm Molly Molshine, and we are joined today by a special guest. She's cute. She's my sister. She's Casey Bunker. Hi, everyone. I'm back, baby, for none other than the Golden Bachelor. Yes. <sighs> you guys might remember Sarah and Casey used to do Bachelor and Bachelorette recaps on here, Trashlorette. They stopped because the show just kept happening, and they didn't. they were like, this is too much show. We also stopped watching, I feel like, because we kept realizing that these people were not at their Saturn return yet. Right. It's like these dumb 24-year-olds who are like, I'm just here. My tits have just gotten done, and I am ready to find love. Who want to be influencers? We want to see the oldsters. So this is what we're here to talk about today is The Golden Bachelor, the new television series from ABC about a silver fox. I forget his name, but he's a hottie. No, and... Gary. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. It's Gary. It's Gary. Gary spelt Jerry. Wait, is it really Gary? That's like so funny. I, I'm, yeah. I'm so ashamed that I didn't pick that That's up like on that. That's like something out of like a parody. That's like something out of Kroll Show or something yeah, to have a yeah. bachelor named Gary. Wow, that's weird. But okay, <laughs> so we're going to talk about the golden bachelor, golden Gary. And <laughs> while we have Casey's ear, we're also going to touch on this really huge issue that's been dominating the DMs, Courtney versus Kim on the Kardashians this week. Yeah. So we've got a double feature. Uh, let's start with the Golden Batch. Casey, as somebody who's all but abandoned Bachelor Nation up until this point, what was it about Gary that piqued your interest? And what did you, what were your takeaways from the first ep? Wow, I pulled this chart up. I think a lot of it, like we said, we did, we were a little turned off by the young crowd trying to be influencers, all of that. So having a batch of older ladies. I mean, Gary seems lovely also. Definitely hot for 72, 72, I think. So he's a catch for sure. Excited to watch him. Um, but we know a lot of these guys choke in this situation and that's fine. That's what we're here for as well. But the I, I am a big Housewives fan as well because the ladies have been through it. They have some confidence behind what they're doing and, they, and a little bit of baggage yeah, and some baggage an interesting story and a certain je ne sais quoi about you know they have they almost I mean I guess they have less to lose than a young 24 something I don't know they've already lost it like yeah. these people are <laughs> divorced their kids already hate them like they're empty nesters this is why people that are 40 plus even the new cast of new york i was just gonna say that's like part of why we're a little bored with it we're like they're just kind of like us yeah like we you need 
with age comes a sort of shamelessness as well that I think really translates beautifully yes. to reality television. And yes. just like people having baggage, people having quirks, people having triggers that they are at a point in their life that they're confident enough to flip the fuck out if someone triggers them. I think it's it's all a great recipe for television. Yes, as well as being a little bit less self-aware, which is always a great recipe for television, as we've seen yes, with Jessel, right, if we're going to keep right. comparing to New York. Correct. But, like, you just can't be – like, the younger generations are very consumed with how they appear, right. um, like myself included – but these older women are just can't predict that as well. They can't produce themselves as well as far as I can tell, at least from now. So they're a little more calcified in who they are and they're not going to yes. change. Well, and also in, and like in, in their bodies, like very literally probably calcified in their ankles. And I, I was so I was <laughs> so excited to see like I was I was watching this with my mom and uh, watching it with Myra was fascinating because speaking of just you know triggers of a certain age right now we are not in a financial position to um get her a neck job which i promise her if it ends in a donda way so be it the first million i make <laughs> we're pulling her neck up we're pulling her neck up i promise you that mama i promise you that mama but what i thought was interesting about the show is that i think in a way it was like kind of oddly like confidence building for like first of all the amount of times my mother said very loudly like I should go on this I'm like dad is right there I'm like <laughs> don't say that again please you know like of course he doesn't want to drive you to the airport tomorrow you know come on but but it was interesting because like you know we had like I guess we had very different takes on the women's beauty or like who we were attracted to and who we were not attracted to and I was really happy for my mom because not only was it really nice to to hear that even though dad was right there and it was it's incredibly rude but but that she actually felt like oh yeah like because like you know a lot of them were like yay they do the big the arm up yay and you just see these unfixable you know Which is just a, a natural part of aging. Yeah, bingo wing representation bingo is really wing. important. <laughs> and you're not really going to get that on Housewives. Or you're right. going to get it for one season and then she's going to get lipo and you're never going to see it again. So, well, so, And that's the other thing that came up, I will say this. I was saying to my mom, like, because she was kind of commenting like, oh, this person's got this done. This person's got this done. And what I thought was remarkable was that it seems like the women that Jerry, Gary, was well, Gary. It seems like the women that Gary was actually more interested in were, um, aside from the one that my mom was like, "Those are cheek implants." But I'm like, okay. But aside from that, for the most part, they were like sort of look, the ones that looked a little bit more natural. Their hair was a little bit more fried. They had a little bit of a saggier wing. A lot of these women have work done anyway, though. I mean, like I'm well, gonna right. get a so, but, right, right, job but, when I get that age. But but course. I want to know of how. How has the framing of Gary been different from the framing of other bachelors? Like when they introduce you to him, are they shooting him differently? Are they describing him differently? What I will say is we've got the same idea, which is a second chance at love because right. they, they do tend to start the bachelor as he was in love with Hannah Brown and she right, let him right. down and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't always rhyme, but it's it's kind of like that that second chance at love is always what they're going for. So it's just a natural, like real, um, I don't know, just the best case, not the best case scenario. Well, no, but it, no, that's exactly scenario. Well, it's the most authentic scenario. It's like, yeah, they yes. want us to think that he's heartbroken from his six week engagement from the girl he just met. And his story is sad. The long and the short of it is that he married his high school sweetheart. They worked hard. They worked their asses off for 40 years to finally retire together and buy their dream farm home. And within like six weeks of them buying their dream home and retiring, she just died. Bacterial infection. Oh, it was bacterial. I hope yeah. it wasn't from the new house. It's Fuck. a weird coinky dink. So Don't go in like the this... water in Brooklyn if you're flooding right now because I mean, it's Gowanus overflowing. The fact that we even feel that we need to say that, though, is like really a testament to where America's at right now. It's like, yeah, don't go in the water and go honest, guys. <laughs> it's not just America. Don't worry. There's dumbasses everywhere. But the thing is, someone's going to do it for a TikTok and they're going to get a bacterial infection. 
and they're gonna die. So don't they better be married. And then their husband's gonna go on the the Golden Bachelor. Now yeah. That's the thing. yeah, 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 yeah. So Here he's so so. There's some narrative continuity, which is cool, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. he is not being like Frankenstein over from a different show. He is a total newbie, but there's still sort of these echoes of like what they like to say. I don't. I wonder yeah. why they are so interested in the second chance at love thing i think i think part of it is because we like a guy who's been who's been stamped already do you know what i mean like we like a guy who has been approved a widow widower so much the better you know well that's a big ex-wife in the picture well so i wanted to get casey's opinion of this because molly and i have discussed many a time would you prefer to be like, I would love a widower. I think you widowers will be act- having a spiritual threesome. You will take for it one sure. further. Dude, I'm going to make it so fun for all of us. And I'm going to incorporate the kids. We're going to have family seances. Like I'm so down for the dead. But like, but like Molly was saying, like, I feel like I'd be competing with this like idea, this fantasy. Idealized, of idealized right. person. Because once someone dies, you forget their bad traits. And like, of course, as you're never going to see yeah. the dead woman's nipple hair again. But like, I'm right there in the flesh. You know what I mean? Right, so like right. for me, it's almost like a divorce is a better scenario. Like if I was going to be someone's second wife, I would like a divorce because then the person is that person is also still alive and farting. You know what I mean? And they're so and like, kind of the enemy. Yes, right. Right. There's a yeah. constant reminder of the choice that I didn't want to be with you. Yeah. Uh, that is really tough. That is really tough because like Sarah, I am part Gemini, so I can kind of compartmentalize and be okay with, with these kinds of scenarios. But Part I Gemini? To... Part Gemini. It's the essence of your soul, Casey. Ugh. I mean, when you say it like that, it just, I mean, it just doesn't sound good. So. <laughs> but, but I'll fold in another fun attribute of my personality is I'm also a Scorpio rising, which means the That's competitiveness right is is real and it's there so oh, I, and sagittarius sagittarius is the athlete of the zodiac well how does that f- factor in competition the most competitive oh oh exactly exactly so i think i i could do it but i'd have to like see a picture of her and like feel like i'm you know i got a leg up like i'd have to have You're better some, looking you know what i mean <laughs> like i'd have to have something that's balancing out the you're dead so you're perfect and i'm just here it's unfair that's what i'm saying that's why like he will never see Mm. the old dentures version of that person i want to say i think susan i think susan may go far in this because she looks a little like tony well so right there's a few that kind of look like tony and it does seem like those are the ones that he was like actually gary does seem to be a nice guy It, it it didn't seem like he was picking the the tits out facelift broads as much as he was picking the tonys yeah likes it likes a brunette definitely likes a brunette yeah likes a like yeah, a brunette likes with Italians. a little bit of a likes an italian brunette with this little split end <laughs> <laughs> oh come on don't be i'm not being mean that's a very that is objectively something that stood out my mom kept going i love her hair and i said don't you think it looks a little like processed and she goes well yes hair they're fucking 70 and i'm like oh oh yeah oh yeah my bad there was a couple of them though where i was like wow like yeah, but they, also, it did not look processed our right. moms our moms are from the 80s they love a fried hair right hair. like right like our mom literally <laughs> she would prefer, like she prefers she will just do the blow dry and she would rather not straighten it and have it look like a sleek bob. It's like, no, I want the volume up top. I want the flock of seagulls oh, feathering. So like that's everybody. She's, she's very afraid of it looking greasy or oily. Yes, she wow. thinks if it looks like smooth and healthy, that that translates as greasy or oily to her. But but let's let's talk about who we think has a leg up because I because yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. a couple there's a couple contenders that come out real strong. Had, Leslie, and the, the one with the long the tits out. Yeah. Uh, yes. And she came out in the wig and with the walker and then she took it all off and was like, oh, hello. And and they were dancing together. Right. And then yep. they started a dance party with all the women, which I don't think has ever happened on this show before. Like, that's the beauty of having these older women. Like, they're just like, yeah, is. I will dance right now. You couldn't yep. get the 20 somethings to do that. I mean, you learn that competing over men is a losing game. Mm-hmm. as you get older so even if you right. are going on this show where you're competing over men like it's like i was saying with the catching kelsey show the these some of the girls they would narc each other out to 
Travis Kelsey and be like, oh, well, just so you know, Travis, Maya is causing all of the drama in the house, (laughs) thinking that like he was going to be like, you're a good little girl. Like, I'm going to pick you. And he would send the girls home that were doing that because he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what? That's so weird. So these women are all like old enough where they're like, look, we're not throwing each other under the bus because who gives a shit? And we're going to do a conga line. So like I said, Susan, she she's got the short hair. It looks a little like the ex-wife and she seems like a fun gal. There were two that really bothered Myra. Susan was was number one. Why is that? She said she wants to be the Kardashian mom, but really she's more Liza Benelli, is what my mother said. <laughs> I, oh, she's kind of Liza Benelli. I take Liza. I, I just think, well, my mother also made a comment, which I thought was really funny, which is like, everyone knows, like, no, basically she was saying, like, no one wants a pixie cut. Like she was, she was trashing anybody with short hair, except for Jimmy Kimmel's aunt, who she thought was funny. But I think she, Susan looks adorable. I think my mother hate, but it's also like she's clearly had work done. I think that was also the thing. Like as a woman who who's at the moment not able to afford anything other than a little bit of wrestling in the lips and a little, you know, the brows. The, you know, we're doing we're doing Botox. We're not we're not past that at the moment. But Mama, I promise, Donda, I promise, we're getting that neck done. But it's like it's like <laughs> she's <laughs> like triggered. She's triggered she was, by people. Who have had yeah. the work. The other one that my mom hated was April. The one who gave him a calendar of photos of herself that were all the month of April. <laughs> She's hard to take. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. I like that. Now, Teresa. She got the first big makeout. She did. There's already a makeout? Two. Wow. And Teresa's was better than Faith's. The makeout. I, okay, so Faith got the first impression rose. Maybe it's just in the name. No. I have faith that oh, Tony I is approving of her, but Faith is very pretty, I would say. She is like, for me, my shallow self, I would think that she like would be the um the top contender. She's she's uh keeping it tight. Oh, that's so yeah, when she when she played him a song on the guitar, he had a look in his eyes like this is this is game set match. It's done. And I wrote to like, he's falling in love. Gary is falling in love. And then sure enough, the guitar, the guitar was huge. But then Teresa came in and you thought that that's a real makeout. He went in for the makeout. He initiated it. You thought she was going to win, but faith sealed the deal. I have a question. I know as, as um, bachelorette experts, I know a lot of jokes and memes have been made about how, uh, all the women on the Bachelor franchises—they always have such stupid, funny jobs. Is have you seen any difference? Like, what is what is the yeah. career situation with these golden ladies? I feel like we had a lot of therapists in the group. I feel like we had careers, which is very different, right? It's not like sandwich technician instead of being like he works at a deli or whatever. There were some real established women here, but yeah, I like but- April, she's cute. I liked her too. And and my mother and I really, like, I actually didn't love Susan, even though it seemed like she had a lot of possess. You know, who my mother loved the Kathy in the blue dress. My mother probably said oh, 30 Kathy. times, probably 30 times, Kathy thinks she's going to win it. Kathy thinks she's no, going to win it. Kathy's here as our like Greek <laughs> chorus. It, we're going to hear Kathy's entire stream of consciousness uh-huh. the entire time. So they're going to keep her because it makes Gary, it puts Gary on a, on a little um, pedestal <laughs> totally. here because he's, Freaking yeah. Kathy. Like, Kathy's just cannot keep her cool about any of that. Completely uncool. And as Kathy was about to almost not get the rose, 60-something-year-old mother was like, I can't believe he's not going to give it to Kathy. Kathy thinks she's going to win it. He's not going to give it to Kathy. And when Kathy got that rose, mother was like, oh, thank God, she was going to kill herself. Like, Kathy was well, really bringing in energy that I don't even see in the... I feel like when the younger girl bachelorette and bachelor contestants are that fucking hardcore, we see it as a little bit like personality disorder-ish. Whereas in this case, it's like... Like, right, what you were saying, Molly, is so true. It's kind of like, hey, we're at the point where it's like no holds barred. Like, fuck it, I'm intense. And 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 it reads a little bit more authentic. Yeah, like, she reminds you remember, you know, Lace was on Ben yes. Higgins' season, but she's, she's come back Lace. to Paradise many a time and yeah. kept her same thing going. So this is Lace in, like, 40 years, yes. 100%. And some of them are retired, which is neat. And um, Faith is a radio host. Faith which is I love. cool. But that, Faith but was cool. Be- you got to be careful of the cool girl. You know what I mean? She's riding a motorcycle. She's playing guitar. She's hosting radio shows. It's like, this is too cool. Is there? Yeah, but the guitar, 
the guitar, like she did deserve the rose ultimately, even if she had split ends because to like, I, was the song improvised was my question, but like, that was like really romantic, like genuinely like, and, 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 and I think what's in, more interesting about this than the other as well is like, this is actually so vulnerable. Like, like yeah. Matt James's mom came on the show, didn't even get a rose. I know. How crazy was that? I was like, are the producers asleep at the wheel? Like they're not even keeping Matt James's mom along for the ride. She didn't get any airtime. No, no airtime. If anything, I sort of feel like that was the producer's way of maybe like covertly saying, this is real. We have nothing to yeah. do with who the picks. Yeah. Because she was such an obvious, like, wow, Matt James, the first Black Bachelor's mom's going to be on the show. And she got literally no airtime and was sent home. And it was like, well, and I think, I don't think she came, she seemed more nervous. She, because see, she has like more to lose sort of because her son was already the bachelor. Right. So she didn't have the same, She's like, got a legacy to protect. She does. Yeah. And she, she did not have the same kind of care, carefree energy as the rest of the girls. She seemed nervous the whole time. So very like hats off to the producers for pretending they had nothing to do with that. You're yeah. absolutely right, Sarah. They were like, no, no, she's taking the hit and, and it's going to make this whole thing look more legitimate the whole time. 100%. And if anything, what they got what they needed out of her, which was just to give the young people that were like, why do we want to watch old people fall in love? Like she's, she was there for the promotional materials. She was there to be like, it's Max exactly. James' mom. And it's like, then she was actually not on the show it's like literally it's like yeah i was on last comic standing but you can't find any footage of it <laughs> <laughs> and then and then similar note we had jimmy kimmel's aunt conchetta aka chippy star who, of the show right who also went home did you guys watch well, in the credits fell, she first of all the credits no my mother was crying my mother was screaming at the end give her her own show give her her own show my mother loved this woman just to reiterate if any of you all didn't watch <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's aunt comes on the show. She's 10 years older than all the other women. She's clearly wearing like sort of a sweatsuit, like a sort of bedazzled sweatsuit. She's 85 years old. She's like, hey, what am I even doing here? She sleeps through the entire episode. Then, <laughs> then Jesse comes and wakes her up during the end credits and is like, hey, like shows over. And she's like, did I get a rose? My mother's cry laughing. She's like, oh, did, you, did I get a rose? He's like, I'm so sorry, you did not. And she's like, did I get a pedal? My mother's like, oh my God. Oh. He's like, no. And she's like, did I sleep through the whole thing? He's like, you've been sleeping this whole time. She's like, can I take the couch? I mean, she was crushing at the end. So yeah, if something happens with her, maybe it isn't love. Maybe it is just, a, just a, maybe she's going to take, uh, you know, Jimmy Golden, Fallon's job. Golden, Golden Bachelorette. Golden Tonight Show. Give it to Jimmy's mom. I say Golden, Golden Bachelorette, Conchetta. The win. Hilarious, fucking hilarious bitch yeah. okay sarah what can you tell us about gary's chart the chart of old gerald okay so gary is a leo son no shock and there that's how you know they aren't hair plugs no he had great hair yeah great hair that's right and, and natural great hair mm -hmm. but as we enter today it is the aries full moon which means it's exactly opposite the Libra sun. What is he? We got another Libro on our hands. He has a Libra moon at Ooh. the degree of this full moon. Stop it. What? You stop it. What does that mean that he's a Libra moon at the degree of this full moon? Because isn't this full moon in Aries? Well, so the moon is in Aries, but the sun exactly opposite the full moon is in Libra. So it means that the solar energy is actually illuminating his lunar, his true nature, which is like, yeah, okay, I, I, I do want a wife again. He I'm ready balance. for love again. He wants a balance. He's ready for that partner. And what's cool too is that in his chart, his Jupiter, like I said last app, and I'll say it again, Jupiter in Hellenistic astrology, like the ancients would have considered Jupiter like the husband planet his jupiter is in aries on this full moon so we are literally seeing him publicly step into his new role not only as potentially second husband but on Wait, tony was his only wife ever yeah and they only got married a few years ago no no she died six years ago they were together since high school 
And they never got married until they were in their 60s? No, no, no. They were married. I think they were married in high school. They were. They had a a wonderful marriage. 40 years of bliss. bliss. For some reason, I thought she died very shortly after they got married. And I was like, whoa, a little bit of a red flag. No, no. She died shortly after their dream home was bought, after they both retired to retire together. Dream vacation home. Where is their dream vacation home, where they were going to retire together? Where in his chart is that reflected, that he cannot relax because someone's going to die what a wonderful question mal a few things actually and again nobody panic this is that doesn't mean you're going to be riddled with death if you have any of the things that i say oh yeah 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 it's uh it it's just um retrospectively it's easy to see where something has played out because it's one of the potentials of and because death can Comment. mean so many different things. Death sure. can just mean transformation. Doesn't always mean death. Death. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. That's it. That's the good. That's a good disclaimer. Yeah. No more shit talking. Gemini, Gemini Moon own your shit. Yeah. Another perspective. We'd love to fucking see it. Okay. Death is whatever. Okay. So where we could see that in, in a few ways is number one, he has his son exactly conjunct planet, planet or non planet. Pluto. Pluto mm-hmm. is death. So there oh is God. something about his chart that it, it, it whether it death is be- what death becomes him. Death literally becomes him or becomes her in this case because he's actually meant to be the golden bachelor star of the show. Thank you, Leos. Finally, you're 72. Get out there. The Leos always, for some reason, take a little bit long to 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 put themselves out there, even though what they really want is the applause, but it's like, all right, whatever, whatever you little campfires, you, but okay. So he has his son exactly conjunct Pluto. So deep transformation, death and rebirth in whatever way was always going to be a major part of his story. Even if it's in your own chart, you might find, maybe you haven't died yet. If you're listening, although we do honor the dead here and you could be listening from wherever the ascended masters alike, but well, I don't think it, they can access Zoom. Like, they're probably just literally here with us right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We're just, I'm saying we're literally like, we're for all people, but dead or alive. But it's like, like sometimes when you see people that have Sun Pluto conjunctions, it could just mean that, like, you know, they've, been, like, a lot of people that I know, like, who have Sun Pluto conjunctions, like, they've been through intense rehab journeys, or they've had a catastrophic injury, or they just had to, you know, something happened in their childhood where they had to completely reinvent. Um, and and Pluto isn't Pluto is power. Pluto, you know, at best, Pluto is the death and rebirth into something that actually is like deeply psychically powerful. And and it, it's it is literally like birth and death. It's but it's it's from the underworld coming out to um either be reborn or coming going back inward to become compost right so that's the first thing the second thing is that he has his moon conjunct neptune neptune another big death planet here again this everybody's got neptune in their charts and we're all gonna die so nobody get too crazy when i say this but neptune is the planet you might say that it's the planet of like the the rainbow bridge sometimes we get downloads creative downloads from neptune neptune is creativity it's it's the pisces planet it's the it's the neptune the ruler of the sea it is the ins and the outs and the, the the veil is thin for him when it comes to his lunar his inner nature in libra so there is a part of him that does still talk to tony and you know what i should go on this show he's actually exactly what i'm looking for and i could make tony a real part of the role play because and he's really open to that this guy kind of has a relationship with the other side that is very uh, palpable even if it's not tangible right even if it's not touchable and he got on tv via this death storyline like right. if he was divorced right i don't think they would have picked him because too messy like, yeah too messy and too much of a chance that's that you know the daily mailer page six is gonna find the ex-wife and call her up and be like hey what's the most fucked up thing he ever did in bed you know like so he this is he is death truly becomes him the last thing that i will just mention here is that he has his south node 
conjunct his Mercury and his Venus. And he then he also in the same sign has Saturn all in Virgo. So he is very much dealing with, you know, and bound to even from a past life perspective, bound to the earthly 3D nature of things, the work, the yeah, of course, he had a fabulously successful long marriage because in real life he was like yeah i actually know how to do be your husband he was gonna virgos are the best when they're committed because they just i literally am calling a new virgo into my life come someone do my work for me the virgos do that stuff and actually his north node in pisces is conjunct uh asteroid ceres uh, if you remember the demeter and persephone mythology ceres is is a I don't remember if it's, which is the Greek or the Roman one, but it's it's the same. It's Persephone's mother, who is not only an asteroid that represents nurturing and mothering, but it also represents grief of losing someone you love. So part of his life's journey, and it's in Pisces, he he is here actually to do a death and rebirth journey he ha he knows about walking through the underworld even if it's just in a spiritual sense to have to let go south node let go of all of the virgo in his chart to access his dead wife tony who he checks in with every morning he has his picture on secretly in the closet but on his dresser where they, he goes hey tone and he works to even though he's in grief connect with this this feminine counterpart that he cannot actually ever connect with again and as a result he's being rewarded because what is, you know, Persephone ultimately does come back. That's why we have seasons. She gets lost in the underworld, Pluto, with Pluto for a while. But then she returns and we have spring again. So this is literally, he's entering the spring of his life. Death becomes him. And you know what? The cherry blossoms are blossoming. What is his most compatible sign romantically? Mm. Who should Ooh. he be picking? And then we can get into Kim and Courtney before Casey has to bounce. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say this, Casey, whenever you're free next, we can do a deeper deep dive on this, because what I would like to do, because he is he's a man of a certain age and 72. I'd love to look at his progress chart now, because it's important to remember that what like, you look like when you're born isn't always what you look like by season four of the actual 27th season of the Kardashians. So in his mm -hmm. progress chart, it will be different in, in terms of his internal nature. Who do I think he would be great with? Someone who just fucking adores him. You know, whether it's another, like a Libra son who's just like, I see that you're the partner of my dreams and that your hair is natural. He's a Leo son, Libra moon. So he just, he kind of just wants to be adored. What about a Virgo? Virgos are very literal. And part of his life's work, why his wife had to die, is that, I mean, he this guy has a super Virgo stellium. But it's also where his south node is and it's where his Saturn is. So I think part of his life's work is actually learning to work with the north node in Pisces, the the occult, the unseen, the spiritual nature of things. I mean, a Pisces might actually be really inspiring to him, you know, because she will literally bring Tony into the bed with them because dead or alive, Tony is still present. And we can we, there's there's eternal love and all the love for all the people, whereas a Virgo might be a little bit too literal for him. A, a Virgo is going to be very comfortable for him. But at the end of the day, he doesn't really need someone to remind him of the mundane because he's actually had to move through the pain of that and losing that. And part of his life's work is to connect with the higher, more spiritual nature of um, death and rebirth. Wow, what a fascinating, would, eloquent answer. Was it? I, I was hope gonna, so. <laughs> I was going to say gut reaction Pisces too, because I feel like a Pisces-Leo match yeah. is like always good because the Pisces is just like in like cool with what the Leo's doing. They're down yeah. to take a, a back seat, but they're like happy to let the Leo express themselves however they'd like. Like, I feel like it's just a good match, even though on paper, water, fire shouldn't be that good, but I feel like it's it's a good one. Yeah, but you know what? Like when you see those images of like the volcanoes erupting in the middle of the ocean, they are fucking awesome. So yeah, you know, steamy, steamy, steamy. literally hot so, and water is steam. So okay. literally, wow, it's like a sauna out here. Okay, so real quick, let's get Casey's opinion on this before she has to go. Kim yeah. versus Courtney. There, the the Kardashians premiered season four. I can't believe we're on season four. I'm so happy that they are keeping up this breakneck pace for the. <laughs> Truly dumbest television show. I cannot stop watching it. I love it. The name of the episode was. I hate was, you. You're a witch. I hate <laughs> you. You're a witch. 
crazy for, to start the season on that. The first episode of the first season was entitled Burn Them All to the Fucking Ground. Wow, Molly, now this is where you got to have a journalist. Yeah. So like this show is so dark. The same thing is happening with Real Housewives, like all these reality shows. This is why you do need writers, because you can have the plot progress without angry conflict. But it's hard when you have producers and dumb people coming up with the storyline. You know, not that the producers are dumb, but. The talent, you know, I'm sorry, like they're not reading, you know, Tolstoy in their spare time and taking writing lessons from that. So it's like, no, they're like, I saw Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's like they're kind of like like the, the talent on the shows. They're just like they're all gen shying it. They're like, let me just scream at someone right. in order to progress right. the plot. And it's like, well, you know, some of the best episodes of The Sopranos had no violence. So, you know. But anyway, they're leaning hard. All of the new, all of the current reality shows are leaning hard on pointless conflict. But this conflict of Kim and Courtney seems real for for sure. Yeah. So this this scene opens with Kim calling Courtney. And yeah. Kim is saying, hey, Courtney, as part of the Dolce contract, I have to go back to Milan to do a dinner. And I just want to invite you. I know you probably don't want to come, but I just wanted to include you. And Courtney's like, I'm a little dolce out, so I don't think I'll come. And then Same. she's like, I don't like how this happened. And then Kim starts going into the aesthetics of it again. Our vibes were totally different. My vibe in my Dolce collection did not look like your wedding. Blah, blah, blah. Libra and Pisces. Libra Pisces. Finally, Courtney admits that it's not about yes. the vibe. It's not about the 90s vibe. It's about... <laughs> She said, she says, you're missing the point. And Kim says, isn't the point about the clothes? And Courtney says, the point is not about the clothes. She says, you're talking about the bullshit details because it's all your egotistical bullshit mind can think about. This is what Courtney's saying. And then she gets to the point. You could not stand someone else being the center of attention. You came to my wedding. Mm. You couldn't be happy for me. You complained from the second you got there to the second you left. You couldn't be happy for me. You couldn't be happy that I was the center of attention. You need to dig deep and like figure out what's wrong with you. And Kim is like, that never happened. Why would I not be happy for you? And Courtney's like, I thought you were not happy. So then that becomes the argument. And then Kim is like, look, all of your friends are coming to us, the family on the side and saying that you're not happy and something's up with you. Even your kids are saying that you're acting different. So now we're kind of getting into the real meat of it. It was never about the collection. It was never about which which was so obvious to anyone watching. Right. I actually kind of think Kim sort of did think it was about that. Yeah, she did, because that's what Courtney told her. Right. That's what Courtney told her. And that's what Kim cares about. So it's not even really about Courtney thinking that Kim wasn't happy for her at her wedding. That's such a nebulous thing. I mean, my wedding, I had a hundred bridesmaids. I wasn't like watching them doggedly to see if they seemed happy for me. I just assumed they were like, you would have had to do something so fucked up for me to notice on my wedding day that you were in a bad mood. Do you know what I mean? Molly, you were in a bad mood. Your sleeves were pulling up as you were walking up to the freaking altar. It's like, like, nobody enjoys the weddings. Come on. But like, so like this still is not even the point. The point is, and Tracy Egan Morrissey on Instagram made a great story about this today. She she collated because we've talked about this before many times. She gathered all of the evidence and put it all together. What's really wrong is that Kim liked Travis liked Kim before he liked Courtney. That's what it is. And Co- that's why Courtney's not coming out and actually saying the thing. That's why she can't even figure it out herself. But like, how would that not bother you? Right. It would bother me so much. And Here's the other thing that Tracy add Tracy Egan Morrissey adds onto it in her hypothesis on Instagram is and she does a lot of deep dives. You should watch all her stuff on Jamila Jamil. It's incredible. But her she adds this hypothesis that he actually might be isolating Courtney from her friends and family. And it it's like, oh my God, bingo, that's it. And Kim was mean. It was mean to say. All of your friends are texting me mean shit about you. I don't think she was trying to be mean. I think she actually was trying to say, it seems like something's wrong. Where are you? We yeah, miss yeah. you. 
I know, yeah, but and like it's not just me. It's not just me. Right. That's the thing. And people are saying she's ga- that that's gaslighting, but I don't really think it is. No, I think she's being literal. I think she's telling can- her people that love you are worried about you. Yeah. She did say it in a little bit of a mean way. Casey, but Casey, what's your closing thought? Because I know you have to go. Yeah. And then yes. Kamala, we must discuss after. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Yes. Okay. My clo- Yes. My closing thought. I didn't even think about the I- him isolating her thing, but that makes so much sense. Travis has always the way that he stares with his icy blue eyes is a lot for me. And I and it's just always been a lot. And that's leading my intuitive um, thoughts about this. He's just so intense, like locked on Courtney and the way that they PDA in front of everyone is too much also. And so um, that's that's a lot. And then the fact that he had a crush on Kim enough to like write it in his book. I just if I was Courtney, I would never get over that. So I think she's reckoning with all of this right now and she doesn't know like again when you're not self-aware it makes great reality tv so she doesn't know that and then i will close with this gary spelt jerry gary last night he was doing the travis stare he also has icy blue eyes and it made me think of travis barker i swear to god and i didn't even know we were going to be talking about this today so if there's any similarities between their charts wherever that icy stare comes from scorpio something maybe let me know. That's my thought. I do have to, I do have to jump, but thank you ladies. This was lovely. It's always an honor to be on space trash. Thanks for coming on taste. Boy, no problem. Yeah. Oh man. A lot to discuss. Really good. Really great taste. Really great. Okay. Love you guys. I can't wait to listen back. Way to go Casey. Way to have a job. Love that. So great. Peace. Okay. (laughs) What are we talking about again? Kim and Courtney. Kim is just existing. She is kind of and is she a narcissist? Probably. Uh, well, she's on. a narcissist as much as any of them are. Exactly. Any famous person. And she, right. does she have a huge ego? Yeah. But sure. that, doesn't Why not? Mean, that doesn't mean that she ruined your wedding and couldn't be happy for you. Like, I need to see the receipts on that. I need to hear from someone else in the world. Now, here's the here's what's going on. Do you remember when we were talking about an episode uh, a few months ago where Chris is saying, you know, it's like some birthday or something. And Chris is like, I'm passing the torch to Kim. She's the head of the family now. Oh, yeah. And Court- Courtney and Travis are like staring daggers at each other. I, and it's yes, like, yes. Courtney, why did you ever think you would be the head of the family? Like, you're not. You All you ever talk about is how much you hate your family and how you're obsessed with Travis. So it's like, you could just tell that he, the two of them are like riling each other up about Kim. And like, he is, it, it seems like it's possible that he's, pushing her into this place of isolation as well but i want to answer the the what may have been a rhetorical question but too bad granddad gary i have actually an answer for that rhetoric question so why does courtney think where does that come from courtney who's an aries son capricorn moon like your mother is i think that all of this even before travis existed in the picture Courtney did start a clothing store and none of them had shit going on. She's the oldest sister and she started Dash and Dash is where the guys would come and flirt with all of them. And it was this cool thing where they were like working, but also like fashion. And it was the only one who went to college. She's the only one that went to college. She's the only one that actually started a business before they were famous. She Kim actually had a, Kim did have is, a business. She had her closet organizing business. Yeah, but that's as somebody who has my own business. There's a huge difference between having like a brick and mortar store and like I'm my own business. You're welcome to our space track business. Like having a closet yeah. organizing business doesn't necessarily mean that you like are paying taxes on it until a certain point. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like Courtney actually did for a minute there seem like the leader of the pack. And I think the larger thing about this not only this episode, but like what they've teased in the what's to come this season. There's a lot of emphasis on Kim, I think maybe for the first time, actually owning. So interesting, too, as the South Node moves through Libra. Like, yeah, I, I wanted to be famous. All I cared about was being famous. And it was my life's work to become famous. I don't think she's ever, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think she's ever been that overt about it. We even have sound clips from Chris saying, oh, yeah, Kim just wanted to be famous. I think Courtney didn't even she she also wanted to be famous, but wouldn't have said that she would have said, LOL, cute fantasy. I'm actually going to go to college and start a business. And 
I think Courtney has the same Capricorn moon bitterness that I have about all the comics that actually have like tons of followers now. Cause I'm like, okay, I could have, but you know, it's a little bit like, Oh, but you, but Oh, you guys wanted to get followers. And it's like, well, yeah. And, and just because I didn't do that and I'm jealous or, or or I'm not sure I have mixed feelings about it. We're me, Courtney, both Capricorn moons in therapy. But I think that there's, a lot that is much more related to who they thought they were becoming before this little twist of fate. We got a sex tape. We got a keeping up with the Kardashians. And now Kim is why we're all in mansions. And I think that is the beginning of this. Then, of course, Travis mentioned Kim in the book. Let's be clear, Courtney. He might have had a crush on you, too. Not only were you with Scott and with children, but Kim made herself famous. She was also who Kanye was talking about. You didn't go that route. I can't be mad that people that aren't as funny as me have more followers. I didn't make 15 second with caption clips. Yeah. That's right. it. That's all. Yeah, that is all it boils down to. She is... I guess she would have been resentful of Kim's success no matter what. And she also, at the same time, this Travis stuff is weighing on it and making it even more painful. Let me throw this out there, too. Am I remembering correctly that actually in early seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, wasn't I just am realizing this wasn't Courtney's whole storyline like I'm the only one that actually works. Wasn't that the whole thing? She's like, I go to Dosh every day. I open the store. I do the cash register. Yeah, and you guys that. don't really work. Wasn't yeah, that the thing? So I think Courtney, for the last whatever, how long, however long it's been since keeping up with the Kardashians was actually the family's income and not their shitty little stores were not that they were shitty, but it's like, you know, we got a lot of boutiques, you know, gone. But it's like, I think that I think Travis is a part of it. I think. Courtney this whole time has been trying to pretend like she isn't hurt that like don't let's be clear Courtney did start a business for the family first it just wasn't as lucrative she failed actually at being the leaner on the pack and so Kim and Kim Kim won Kim Kim eclipsed Kim eclipsed her And she used the store to eclipse her because that was the pitch of the original show. Oh, not just we're a family, we're a modern day Brady Bunch, but we have these stores. Thanks to Courtney, actually. Courtney with the college degree who was actually yelling at the others at the time. You guys are just partying and sucking guys dicks on video. I'm here fucking doing the accounting right and everyone's like shut up courtney wear something interesting right and then it was the sort of the beginning <laughs> of the end and then, but then there was this down downward spiral and then she was like fuck it i'm having kids none of you are moms now all of a sudden we got all the, everybody's a mom even even kendall who doesn't even know she wants to have children because of her anxiety has 30 great danes that's mothering okay you're like, so right courtney actually is the aries that spearheaded every single everything Oh my God. And gets no credit for it and gets shit on and gets. No- I don't think that Courtney actually is as upset about anything other than that for a long time now. No one is acknowledging in the same way that you're like, you're a gymnast. And I, I'm about to send you fucking clips. I was the best at the, at the, at the ones that came naturally to me. Parts of the sport. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's like, I'm, but Courtney, me, Courtney, and your mom. All are Capricorn moons. Now, you're a Capricorn sun. So you're like, no, let's um, fact track. Whereas out on the external for all of us, especially for Courtney and your mom, they're like, no, we don't need to fact track. We're just going to go, 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 go. But the Capricorn moon in all three of us is like, it's not about the external. Internally, we need to feel that we are the, you, you can have all the, I'll be vice president, mom. All good. You, Capricorn sun, you could be the, but Capricorn moons. What Capricorn moons need is actually knowing that they have power in status. Yeah. And as someone who also has no followers and Courtney, who now has no business, um, it is a pain point. She had, oh, come on, Poosh, Poosh and Lemmy. Come did on. you see that she almost, did you see she got in big trouble because instead of having a push party, she had a Poosh party? 
No. You missed that story? She yeah, got in I big did. trouble this week. We have a lot to talk about still. Truly. Kim versus Courtney. We're going to do it on the Patreon. We're going to have to bring it over to the Patreon. So follow us. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. It costs money and we deserve it. So. Yeah. No. We do. Well, it's we the put- Aries moon. It's the Aries moon right now. And we say shit like that on the Aries moon. It's like, hey, fuck it. I'm a warrior for what we deserve. Dude, I said today on our on my post, I said, I feel bad for all of you. I feel sad for you people that aren't patrons or the people that dropped <laughs> off early just because we were inconsistent at the beginning because, we're, you know, Molly is a, a person in her. You know, come on. But yeah. our last and- few Patreons have been a uh, motherfucking bangers, dude. I know. They're so funny. Like, I actually. They're die so laughing good. When I listen to the Patreons because. I don't know. I think just when we get into that second hour of talking, we I know we become a little more unhinged. Well, you know what I was thinking? You know what it's like? It's like when you go to an open mic before a show where you're like, all right, let me just like get out the like the like rusty. Like I just woke up and then it's like, okay, now I'm ready for the big show. So yeah, the Patreons actually end up being truly not un I, I don't know if unhinged is what I would say. I would say supremely hinged. A swinging door that goes both ways is so firmly hinged, but love but that. Surprising and wild. And here's the teaser. I don't think this is going to be highly related to the Kim and Courtney astrology. We have gone through that. Go back to it's yeah, public. You're welcome. It's public. But I think on this Aries moon, we do need to discuss, and Casey so eloquently brought it up, Travis is an Aries moon. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Space Trash. No. No. Patreon.com slash Space Trash podcast. Is where you want to go. Yeah. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.